Hey, Glassers, get out your slide whistles. It's the 2023 Maximum, Maximum Fun Drive. Hey, this only happens once. That's right, once a year we sit here and we bother you and we tell you about the Maximum Fun Drive because it's the best time to sign up as a member of our network, Maximum Fun. But why, Bria? Oh, why? Well, we'll tell you in a minute, but... You definitely get to support us as we make the show every week, and you get to access all kinds of cool stuff, and you get gifts. So stay tuned to hear about all the stuff we're doing this year. To participate in all the fun events, get access to our Slack channel, access our anticipated books episodes, all our bonus episodes, invites to our bookish Zoom parties, and gifts. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join or upgrade your existing account. That's MaximumFun.org slash join. Stay tuned to the break. We're going to tell you all about it. Glasses. You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, wow. We're celebrating our 300th episode. Oh my fucking God. It's so many 300 episodes. 300 episodes of Reading Glasses. I don't even want to think about all the talking we've done. But so we've much. also read a lot of books, we've which is very nice. Um, so we're going to celebrate this episode by talking about our favorite tips from the past episodes, the past 300 episodes, tricks, book tech, everything from the past six years of us doing this show. Also, don't forget, it's Maximum Fun Drive. We're going to talk more about that at the break. It's the best time for you to join. And if you're not already tuned into our social media, go tune in. There's probably, there's an Instagram live tonight. Yeah. And you know, really what would be a great gift for us if you're like, wow, 300 episodes of reading glasses, that's a lot of work great for you to become a member of Maximum Fun to support us to help us make 300 more. Yeah. But first, Bria, what are you reading? I just finished a book that was very beautiful. It's called Ghost Music by On You. Oh my God, this sounds um, beautiful. It is really beautiful. And it is, I'm not going to say that it's Sporer. That's mushroom horror. I'm going to say it's Spore literary literature. fiction that with sporature sporature I would say it's sporature it's got a lot of mushrooms a lot of orange mushroom forward mushrooms. literature yeah 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 oh um it is very beautiful I'm gonna say it's like a meditation I love when people call something a meditation it's a meditation you like to meditate on mushrooms uh it uh it is about a, a woman who is uh, a former pianist and she lives in Beijing with her, and she's also a piano teacher, uh, but she lives in Beijing with her mother-in-law and her husband, and things are, like, not going well in the relationship, and the mother-in-law is, like, moving in. And then these mushrooms start showing up to the house, like these random packages full of mushrooms, and the mother-in-law's like, oh, I know what those are. Those are from this town, and, and this is this is what you do with them. And they start making them, and they kind of, like, bond over that. But then things just get really weird. Like, that's a very basic thing, but this book, if you like weird fiction and you're like like things that are like just a real vibe. This is that. I do like weird fiction. You're selling me on this I, book. Yeah, I think you'd like it a lot. Yeah. It's really, it, um, if you know a lot about classical music, also I think it would be a real interest to you. I don't. I know very little, but I, uh, it, she's a lot of times talking about what um, she's playing on the piano or what she's teaching. And um, so music comes up quite a bit. It's just a really beautiful book. This is uh, a, a really niche Venn diagram of piano and mushroom book. I would I would venture to say it's the only one, but someone's <laughs> going to correct me on that. Someone's uh, going to be like, "I love piano mushroom books." <laughs> this is my that's someone's this that's someone's only wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you reading, Mallory? 
Uh, I am reading a book that I also think you would like. Uh, It is a romance novel called Angelica Frankenstein Makes Her Match by Sally Thorne. And, oh my God, it is so fun. It is about uh, this brother and sister, and they're like the heirs of the Frankenstein family. And uh, they're from this, you know, the Frankensteins have always been really rich and they have this beautiful house, but their parents have died and they're both really lonely. And the brother finally finds someone to marry and so the sister's pretty salty about it. She's like, well, what am I going to do? Live in this house while you guys are all happy and stuff? And so the brother and sister are ca- also carrying on the, tr- the tradition of being scientists. And they've been working on making her a sexy man. Oh, wow. And like, it's so fun. The opening scene is literally them in the morgue. And she's like looking at all the bodies. And I'm like, nah, he's not good looking enough. Oh, he's too ugly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's really, really funny. The only problem is uh, she. they actually succeed and they they make this extremely handsome Frankenstein man. Uh, the only problem is uh, this, he is, the man, when he wakes up, he does not remember anything and he is not interested in being like someone. It's like it's sort of like Bride of Frankenstein where she, mm. where the guy's like, yeah, I don't know you. I'm not going to just be your, your husband. Like, I am not interested in being forced into this without my consent. <laughs> and so she has to figure out how to like woo this monster man and figure out if... Maybe they are. Are they really meant to be together or does should she give him his freedom and let him go when she's falling in love with him? It's just so much fun. It's such a weird, cool romance novel and I'm having a ton of fun with it. Uh, so it's Angelica Frankenstein Makes Her Match by Sally Thorne. And mine is Ghost Music by Anya. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. So we've been gathering feedback for this episode, asking glassers to write in and tell us how reading glasses has affected their lives for... Uh, I don't know, like a month or two, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. Um, and I gotta say, the results made me cry a little bit. Yeah, it's very sweet. It was so lovely. Uh, so thank you so much to a everyone who listens to this show and b everyone who wrote in. Um, so I I kind of I read every I read through everything. I made a huge document and I pulled out the six things that um people said that reading glasses did for their lives the mm-hmm. most. Uh, you want to go through and read these, Bria? Yeah. Um. So they said that reading glasses busted people out of book slumps, sometimes years-long book slumps. Yeah. Were very, had very A lot of about. emails about grad school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also helped, uh, it taught them how to dump books they weren't enjoying, something we talk about quite a yep, bit. We love that. Um, it helped them to discover new genres. We love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Or what about your sporature? You can yeah. add that to the list. <laughs> Piano mushrooms. Um, it taught them about wheelhouses and doorways, which has led them to finding more books that they love. Oh, love that. Yeah. Love that. We recommended book tech that they got and they loved, which oh, is great because yeah. some has been good. Some has been weird, which we're going to talk about. And some are both. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And finally, turned people into library users, Ugh. which I'm Bri wearing my library. literally wearing her library user sweatshirt right now. Yeah, that is a huge thing. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, so you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And before we talk about our favorite hot book tips... From the past 300 episodes, we're going to take a quick break. Hey, Bria, how many times a month do we put out reading glasses? Well, it depends how many Thursdays there are. (laughs) Usually there's four. Sometimes there's five. Never three. Never three. Every week. We put out reading glasses every single week. Yes, which means that reading glasses is a full-time job for us. We write it, we record it, produce it, edit it, and promote the show all by ourselves. Well, also with the help of our wonderful audio wizard, Sean. And Maximum Fun. And Maximum Fun. 
Yeah. And we want to thank our spectacular supporters. We are able to stay independent, which is amazing, and have total control over the show, which I don't know if y'all know this. Maximum Fun does not tell us to do anything. It nope. is great. We are extremely on our own. Yes. We hand them this weird show every week, and they're like, thank you. We're going to put it into this magical machine that puts it on the internet. Yeah. And we're like, wow, thank you so much. We swear, we use slide whistles, we review snacks as much as we want, and we're going to be talking about some gargoyle erotica coming up. So the greatest thing is that it's listeners like you that make this possible. Yeah. And the 2023 Maximum Fun Drive has already begun. It's been going on since Monday when mm-hmm. you hear this. And right now, you can go to MaximumFun.org slash join and join and support Reading Glasses for as little as $5 a month Or you can upgrade your current membership to whatever you want. Those both are helpful to us. Yes. And so for just $5 a month, less than it takes for you to buy a sandwich or a coffee or even a book, not only do you help us make the show and help us with all the work that it takes to put out the show every week, but you get access to the Slack channel. You Hopping over there. Oh, my God. It's my favorite place on the internet. You get invites to our Zoom parties, which are so much fun. And we're doing them quarterly now. We're doing quarterly Zoom parties mm-hmm. where we hang out with people who are members and give to reading classes. Yes. Um, and you get access to our anticipated books episodes. The first one dropped this Monday. Includes the books that Bria and I are excited about that are coming out in April and May and June. And the show notes include a massive list of other books that are coming out that are annotated by us. Like they have the type of book, the wheelhouses. So if there's like particular types of books that you were looking for and you want to be first on your library holds list or you want to pre-order them, we got you covered. Uh, You also get a crap ton of bonus episodes. We've been doing the show for six years. There's a lot of really cool bonus episodes that are only available to members. And if you join uh, just $5 a month or you upgrade your membership, however you do it, you get a personalized book recommendation from Bria and I, or very popular. you can get one for a friend or a family member. Yeah. This year we're doing, we're doing gift recommendations. So if you've already joined and we've already given you a, a book recommendation, you're like, but you know, I'd really love one for this person in my life. Probably you, your dad yeah. or your boyfriend, yeah. judging by all the emails that we get. So to get these book recommendations, we're just going to say it really fast. You send your receipt to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your wheelhouse or tell us the wheelhouse of your friend. And mm-hmm. I made a really cute little graphic and we will send it. You give this, give us their email address. We're going to send it to them and say, you have a gift from this person. Here's your book recommendation mm-hmm. from Brian Mallory. And so to get all of this, again, you just go to MaximumFun.org slash join and email us proof of your membership at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. So this is the, all the stuff that you get. We're also going to do some really fun stuff. We Bri. are overachievers. We, we sure love to are. set our own goals. Mm-hmm. The problem is when you have a Bria and a Mallory in the same place, <laughs> they're going to set a lot of goals and yep. try to achieve them. Let's talk our own goals. Now, we started with 100. We've already reached 100, everybody. We already have had 100 new or upgrading members. Thank you, everyone. And because of that, we're going to do a Gargoyle Erotica book club. On Monday, Monday, 5 p.m. PST, the book, if you want to read it along with us, is called um, Titan. The full title is actually uh, Titan, A Gargoyle Daddy Dom Romance by um, Jillian Graves. And thank you to everyone who's already joined. That was our first goal, 100 people, newer upgrading. And guess what? We got there. We did it. Thank you, everyone. And Bria, what happens if we get 200 people? For 200, we are going to learn Reading Rainbow on the slide whistle. And then we are going to play it for you. We are going to learn this song 
and post it. Everyone knows this is the show that there are. I learned recently that there are people nope. who play crap, play this slide whistle, and they play songs on it. So we're gonna learn Reading Rainbow. Uh, what about at three hundred, Mallory? What are we gonna do? Uh, we are going to live stream on Twitch. Uh, Bree and I playing a visual novel. We haven't chosen the visual novel yet. Uh, if we get to three hundred, you will be able to suggest one to us. Maybe it'll be even weirder than the Doki Doki Literature Club, although I don't know how that's possible. And at 400, we will do a readathon, which was oh, very highly popular. Requested. One of our highly requested. Most popular things. We did two last year, and we had such mm-hmm. a great time. And then at 500, we're going to do a live bookish trivia show, maybe with some special guests. Maybe with other, some Max Fun guests. Other Maximum Fun Popular ba- past guests of the show. Mm-hmm. At 550, we are going to do an adaptation book club Zoom party, meaning we will all read a book together, mm-hmm. and then we will watch the adaptation and, and talk about it live, which will be really fun. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. And then at 600, we're going to do a, a book club, but not just a, any book club. You, you, person that lis- is listening to this, if you were a member, that means that you get to vote on the book that we all read, and then we get, we'll do a little special episode and talk about it. Glass are voted. Mm-hmm. Glass are approved. Glass are voted. <laughs> Nine out of ten glasses say that you should read this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at 700, Bria, what is going to happen? 700 people. Something that people have been asking for for a long time. Mm-hmm. We are, would, we'll be doing a live LA event. Oh, and a I live already, event where I you I already can come. have a plan about what this is going to be. And I'm very us. excited. It would be very exciting. Uh, that's 700 people. I mean, that's a lot. That mm-hmm. is a lot of people new and upgrading. But we think we can get there with your help. And we really would love to do that. We get to meet all the glasses. The glasses get to meet each other. It would be very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then, Bria, what happens at 800? 800. Well, Mallory, I think you should tell them. <laughs> I'm going to see how many books I can deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> now, are novellas going to count into this? Oh, or- yeah. Okay. I'm going to, well, I've already figured out a system of how I'm going to get these books attached to a bar. But I'm not going to tell anyone until we get to 800 people. Very exciting. So, you're listening to this and you're like, wow, all this sounds great. I want to have access to all this stuff. I want to see these goals happen. Will you, you listening to this, who maybe listens to this every week, will you go right now to MaximumFun.org slash join to support Reading Glasses? We work so hard on this show. I work so hard. Bria works so hard. Sean works so hard. Birthday of the dog doesn't work hard, but she needs food. So <laughs> it's really important that you sign up here. So right now you can sign up for as little as $5 a month. Or if you already have a membership, you can upgrade your existing membership and it counts towards these goals and it counts towards a book rack for yourself. Anyone signing up or upgrading to any level gets us closer to these goals. And the thing is, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'll get to this later. I know how that is. I bookmark shit that I don't look at for like five months. Mm -hmm. The drive only lasts for two weeks and it's already started. So right now, pause the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. There's the link in the show notes. Or again, it's very easy to put into your browser, MaximumFun.org slash join to join and support us, Bri and I and Sean making reading glasses every week for you. It really means a lot to us, and it's the reason why we're able to do the show as much as we do and to able to do weird stuff like deadlift books. De- like deadlift books. <laughs> <laughs> so that's MaximumFun.org slash join. And don't forget, if you give during the fun drive, I'm going to say it one more time, you get a personalized recommendation, and we do them live on Instagram. You can join. You can even—some people come onto Instagram. We can bring you up. Your little video pops up. We get to see your cute face. You tell us what you're reading. We give you your book recommendation. If you happen to be in there when we're doing our recs for people who have joined, we only do the personalized recommendation during the drive. 
So if you want one, you need to give between now and next week. But I'm going to suggest now because today we're doing them live at 2 p.m. You can join us at 2 p.m. for those who gave and joined and or upgraded during the last couple of days. We will be trying to get to as many as we can at 2 p.m. today. And we will see you then. And then we're also going to do it again at 6 p.m. These are all PST uh, on, on Friday. So join us today, 2 p.m., to be here live book recommendations for new and upgrading members when they sent us their receipt and they sent us their wheelhouses. Those are the people we're doing it for. See y'all at 2 p.m. Glasses. Don't put glasses. It's Don't put glasses. Join. Join. This week, holy shit, we have written, edited, produced, and released 300 episodes of Reading Glasses. So many. That's so many. <laughs> so that's hundreds of guests. That's hundreds of hot book tips, book recommendations, book tech reviews, solve reader problems, and most importantly, that is hundreds of times Bria has made me laugh so much that I've blown out the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about our favorite reading tips and tricks that we've learned throughout the past six years of doing the show and how they've changed our lives. First, we just want to say thank you. Yes. Yes. Even if you're the first time you first time you've ever listened, you are tuning in to Reading Glasses. Mm-hmm. And from the very beginning, we had a bunch of spectacular listeners and they've helped us make this show. Mm-hmm. Um almost immediately, Mallory. Yep. We we started making the show. We had great numbers from the beginning. Lots of emails. Yeah, the Reading Glasses community really sprung up very organically. People started writing in, spreading the word, participating in events, telling us about books, sending in their hottest of all hot book tips, wow. sizzling hot bacon style. What? <laughs> you know, like a hot bacon, like a sizzling hot bacon. Bacon style? You know, that's something that sizzles. A bacon <laughs> style. Like, okay, fajitas. It's like some fajita style t- hot book tips. I don't know. Okay, fajitas, you like that better? We'll keep that. Bacon style? <laughs> I bet bacon style is a thing, but it's a sex thing. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to go Don't Google it. it. Um, Don't. Anyway, thank you. This is the most generous, supportive audience of all time. And we are so ha- happy. We are so grateful for you. It has been such a joy to do this show. I'm. Act- it seems like we're stopping. We're not stopping. No, we're not stopping. We, we want to make 300 more. The way I more. said that stuff, I, like it, we're, I was like ending the show. But nope. it was, no, we love doing the show. It's very fun. We love talking to y'all every week. Uh, and we just appreciate that you let us do this for you. Also, from a personal standpoint, I just want to say how grateful I am for the Glassers for their support as me as an author and you as a filmmaker. My first book came out a couple years into doing the show. And ever since, the Glassers have been simply fucking incredible. Mm. Literally every event that I have ever done, even in another country, Glassers have been there. So as an anxious person, it is a huge comfort to know that no matter what, at least a few Glassers are going to be out there in the audience. And I just could not be more grateful for that. That's very nice. All right. So let's get into our favorite tricks and our hottest book tips from 300 episodes. Bria, what is the first favorite thing of yours that we have either learned about on the show or talked about on the show? So my first tip is general, and it's something I agree with the glasses on. And it's not necessarily a hot tip, but it's hot in my heart, you know? Bacon style in there. It's it's, it's fajitas, sizzling fajitas in my heart. (laughs) Uh, It is dumping a book when you aren't enjoying it. And I know— This seems like such a simple thing. We talk about it every single week. But for a lot of people, it's not simple. It's not. And it's not as simple for me either. I mean, you and I were literally talking right before the show. And there's a book 
We were both I, reading. We were both reading. And I was just having a lot of trouble getting through it. And mm-hmm. it was hard because I knew there's some things I liked about it, but I also knew I wasn't going to love this book by the end. And maybe I'll come back to it. And that's yep. what's been nice about the show is that we talk about dumping books and we're like, but you can always come back to them. We have, we have like, talked me into dumping books, which yes. is nice, knowing that I can dump a book and not feel guilty or um, like I'm a bad reader or not a good citizen of the world. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's just a wanted poster of your face. It's like, Bria Grant didn't finish a book. D- dumped it. Um, so I think I think when we started, actually, I was thinking back and I used to give a book 10%. I think I talked about this yeah. on the show. And I don't give them 10% anymore. Sometimes a book gets like three pages and I'm like, no, thank you. Like, but I, you know that you can always get it again from the library, exactly. buy it. You know, it's not the end all. Like yeah. you put that book down and then it bursts into flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it's not like I can never read it again. And like, there's just sometimes I'm not in the mood for certain books and that's been really helpful to know. Uh, what is your first tip that you've taken away? I have got to agree with the glassers on the value of knowing your wheelhouses and doorways. Mm. Um, So the concept of a wheelhouse, which if this is your first episode, wow, hi. (laughs) But but also a wheelhouse is, you know, all, does you know, genres, tropes, subjects, you know, stuff that always gets you to pick up a book, stuff that really stands out in a book to you and makes you love it. Um, That concept developed pretty early on in the show, I want to say within the first year or two. And um, it wasn't something that we really had when we started the show. It was something that developed. And ever since, I've absolutely learned how to choose my reads better. Mm. Uh, and I still find myself dumping books from time to time. But the ratio of good books to duds that I pick up is so much higher now. Yeah. Um, same with figuring out that I'm a plot reader. Honestly, that really changed my reading life. To Now I, I have a higher percentage of, like, picking up a book and figuring out. Like, if I see that a book is very introspective mm-hmm. I'm like mm, might not be for me because yeah. I need plot I need action yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's really really improved uh, my reading experience uh, what's your next one okay so this was kind of embarrassing at one point someone wrote in and they were like does Bria not know what the uh, little magnifying glass thing does on a Kindle and I didn't because I use a Kindle but I'm not a person who really explores the features I'm just not <laughs> like I'm not gonna sit down and be it. like what does this button do um, and this person wrote in and told me what it did now you read on Kindle, you're like, what a dummy. How would she not know that? You're right. Maybe I should have known. I do host a whole book podcast. No, but you know, I, I'm also like that. I'm not the kind of person who like presses every single button, ah. especially if you have a book open because I'm like, what if I press a button and this like makes the book go away? Yeah. But what's helped me is now I can use that little magnifying glass when I'm like, who is this again? And I can, I use it all the time because I don't remember anything. So I... You know, so it's like they mention, you know, Sean again in the book, and I highlight it, and I do, I press the little magnifying glass, and it tells me exactly where I saw it last. Mm-hmm. Or I no, where that. I saw it first, and you can go through a number of places where you saw it. It's very helpful. It's wicked great. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good feature, and I'm glad someone told me about it. Um, what about you? What's, what's your next hot tip that has kept you going? This is kind of a more obscure one, but years ago we did an episode about author blurbs on books. And while I was researching that, I figured out that I can get a pretty good idea of how much I'll like a book and what genre it is by what authors are blurbing it. Like at this point now I can be like, oh yeah, this is a horror book uh, that's kind of feminist. And like, you know, I, like I, you like, it's almost like its own language on the back of the book. And before we started doing the show, I did not notice this at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I barely read those things. Now, it's honestly the first thing I look at when I pick up a book in the bookstore. It's really changed my book buying and library holds process because I'm like, ooh, if it's got, like, all my favorite authors are blurbing this, I am probably going to like it. And it's just not something I really thought about until we did that episode. And now um, it's really helped me. Like, if I see 
Paul Tremblay, Blurring a Book, Grady, uh, Kelly Link. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is probably going to be kind of weird, kind of scary. Sounds like it's going to be for me. Uh, what's your next one? Yeah. My next one is I learned so much. Uh, this is not a hot tip. This is just something I learned on the show about how authors get paid and how much they get paid and how little they get paid mm-hmm. and how we can support them more. And <laughs> how blood tear comes out of my eye. Yeah. And like, I literally today I was talking to someone and they we talked about some author who's like done work, but not, you know, I said a couple books and they were like, well, that person's really wealthy. And I was like, wealthy. And then I like, I could be able, I could explain to them like, well, here's how authors get paid. And like, here's what I, and like, it's, wealthy. it's like, if you've written two books, you're not wealthy, a wealthy Well, author. unless like, I mean, it depends. Now we know, like. If, yes, well, now we know. Yes. If your book is number one on the New York Times bestseller list for like a few months, you're probably doing okay. You're probably doing all right. Yeah. But yes, it's, it's a. How tough of a racket it is, basically. Yeah, but you know? a lot of people, you know, I was having this conversation recently with someone where um, someone was like, oh, well, you know, they're a published author, so they're doing great. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And and just how important it is to pre-order uh, from the library or pre-order from my bookstore and, like, make sure I'm talking about these authors and, uh, you know, giving them attention, especially, like, smaller ones who maybe only have one book published. And it wasn't on the New York Times bestsellers, even though I think it should be, you know? So yep. coming, finding ways to support those authors and thinking about that more has really helped me. What other tips do you have? It's got to be getting more books from the library. Oh, Man, yeah, yeah. I have always been a library fan, but really delving into library use early on in the show truly massively improved my reading habits and saved me a ton of money and helped me read more widely. Honestly, at this point now, all the books I'm curious about but not completely sure that I'm going to love, I get them from the library. Mm-hmm. Uh, this saves me hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. And lets me try uh, I out— I bet you it's thousands. <laughs> <laughs> it lets me try out new genres and authors constantly, which mm-hmm. I fucking love. Uh, you know, recently on the show, when I was talking about how I found out about survival horror romance, the yeah. fact that I could instantly open up Libby— mm-hmm put a hold on one at the library and find a new genre that I like. Like, that's magic to me. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't, like, I again, I always liked the library. I've always, you know, since I was a little kid, gone to the library. But really integrating it into my daily life and using it to read more widely, oh, baby. Yeah. Got to be the library. Yeah. And you have a quick... I have a couple shout-outs. Because there's been some really great feedback and, and book tips. Everything from people, the person wrote in to name the different reading positions were very funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I to, like, about person, that one. Yes. Person who, like, was, like, wear your shirt backwards. Like, In all bed, these, yes. There's all sorts of really funny, great reading tips. So shout-out to all of those. People have so many great things to say. And also, this morning, I added this because I was sending something to myself. And I think we learned... We learned this on the show, that if you press mm-hmm. put convert... Okay, if you're sending a PDF to your Kindle and you want to be able to read it on your Kindle and it's not all small and weird, Ugh. you just put convert in the in the ty- in the subject line when what? you're sending it and it converts it to look like a Kindle book. What? Did you not know this? I think I learned this on the show. I don't know if you can do it on your Kobo, but I'm I don't gonna... know, but honestly that's changed my life. And I don't oh know who God. I don't thank you whoever told me that because I have to send scripts and all sorts of stuff to my um uh Kindle all the time and changed my life to be able and like also we'll get books in pdf form but then you look at them and it's like there's little tiny writing oh, little ant worst. style writing that yeah. only ants can read <laughs> and like i i already have to make my kindle like you know size nine font and so like I, the little tiny writing does not work for me so yeah it's, it's changed my life a lot honestly that's the coolest thing to me about the show is how much of a two-way street it is i yeah. wrote about this a little bit in our newsletter but it's not like we were sitting here on the pinnacle of book mountain like giving out reading advice like it is very book much <laughs> <laughs> Which is just my house. Uh, it's really like we get so no, I much. Moved. 
Where? To Book Mountain. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, we get so much from our listeners and yeah. the community, like seeing people who like, especially in the Slack, like people who give out book recommendations and book tips all the time and like help people solve problems. It's just like, it's so wonderful. And it really, you all have changed our reading lives as much as we have changed yours. And we are so grateful for it. Uh, so you can send your thoughts to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Before we talk about our favorite book tech, we're going to take a quick break. Bria, holy shit. What? What? That's how the thing starts. I know. Oh. I was just so oh. <laughs> God, I'm so- I'm such a good actress. You are. You should try that out. You should get into that. Wow, you had me there. Should we just keep this in? Let's just keep it like this. Okay, okay, okay. It's Maximum Fun Drive time! We're already in the middle of it. No, it's been happening by the time you hear this for four days. Yep, yep, yep. Depending on what time you're listening. I I guess that doesn't matter. It's still been four days. It's been since Monday. It's been happening since Monday. It's the best time of the year to support us. And not just support us, but support us and get all sorts of bonus access and content and also gifts for you. Gifts for you. For your own self. Some of our favorite gifts of all time are this year. Oh my God, I can't wait. Okay, okay. So first off, there's several different le- uh, uh, levels that you can join at. At $5 a month, you get access to not just our bonus content from this year, but literally all of our bonus episodes ever. And there's at this point, we've been doing the show for six years. There's a lot of them. And they're bangers. Mm-hmm. Gotta say. There's some good ones. <laughs> and uh, if you email us with proof of your Maximum Fun Drive membership, you get Slack channel access, which is amazing. You get a personalized book recommendation for you or whoever you want. Your husband, your dad, your neighbor, your dog walker. We don't care. Your dog. Just, your, your dog. Oh, my God, please. Someone. That's what Bria Grant was born to do, was recommend books to dogs. Um, you get our anticipated books episodes, which are the first one we did dropped on Monday. is available right now, and we're going to keep doing them. So we love those. We're really excited about them. Also, you get invitations to our Zoom parties. Mm-hmm. Those are members only. Yeah. You want to tell them about what we get at... Ten, what they get at ten dollars a month. Okay, ten dollars, and one. you can upgrade. So if you're already giving it five, you can move up to ten, and you will get uh, our reasonable. Well, everything we just said, first of all, plus a reasonable vinyl sticker designed this year just for reading glasses. It's called oh. "Bury Me with My." It's called. It says <laughs> "Bury Me with My TBR," and it's on a little purple tombstone. Folks, oh my god, the noise I made so when this cute. landed in our inbox. So it's this really cool tombstone. It's like, what do you say? Like five inches, six inches, four inches? Yeah. I don't know how big inches are. Like four inches. Four inches. Says, bury me with my TBR. My first thought was, I was like, do you think I can get this as a tattoo? Yeah, like, so cute. I would totally get this tattooed on me. And again, it's reusable, which is extra cool. Oh my God, awesome. So cute. What What do people get if they get, they give $20 a month? You get the Max Fun Culinary Kit. Um, it also, again, like Bria said, all the things before this, so all the $5 level and the $10 level, and, but you also get the culinary kit, um, which is a gift of love from us. It includes the Max Fun family cookbook uh, that we submitted <laughs> the funniest possible recipe for. We will not tell you what it is, but it is... I I recently did an event and I saw some other Max Fun hosts and they, one of them came up to me and was like, 
oh my God, I saw your recipe. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's really good. It's, Only reading glasses would do a kind of a joke recipe. Oh, but yes. there are re- real recipes in there as There's well. Recipes thoughtful that are thoughtfully submitted. Yeah. <laughs> your, all your favorite Max Fun shows. And you get a jar of bespoke Maximum Fun spice flavor. So you can bam your way through any meal that needs a maximum boost of flavor. And if you don't cook, maybe you're like me and you're like, this is not appealing. You can get uh, a colorful Max Fun Drive rocket logo hat instead. It is embroidered. It is eco-friendly. Uh, it is a little cap with an adjustable back and will keep you cool and uh, look looking cool and feeling cool on all your podcast listening walks like Bria does. Yeah. So much amazing stuff. So will you sign up to support us at one of these levels? Please go right now to MaximumFun.org slash join and join and support Reading Glasses. But, Bria, there's an added layer of awesome. Oh, there really is. Yeah, this is this just got announced this week. Maximum Fun is becoming an employee-owned co-op. Mm-hmm. So if you are a person who cares about where your dollars go, and we know that a lot of glassers are because we know that you're a very thoughtful consumer, there's no better place to spend your money than an employee-owned co-op. I mean, that means when you join as a member, you are not only supporting your favorite shows, a.k.a. Reading Glasses, yeah. <laughs> uh, But you're now even more directly supporting a team of real, live, wonderful people who work behind the scenes at MaxFun headquarters to help make it all happen. We love being a part of Maximum Fun. Yeah. We have always been a part of Maximum Fun. They they help us so much. They're so supportive. We adore, like, every person who works at Maximum Fun is just a kind, wonderful person. Just a bunch of delights. And we're a bunch of delightful (laughs) people. And we're so excited for them. We're so excited to be a part of this. So, again, all you get... All, so much stuff from reading glasses. You help us toward our goals. You get gifts and you support an absolutely fucking great company. So will you go to MaximumFun.org slash join right now to join and support us? Anybody signing up or upgrading your existing membership gets us closer to the goals, gets you stuff, and supports us making the show every freaking week. The drive only lasts for two weeks, and we're already like a half a week into it. So you don't have a lot of time. Don't bookmark this. Don't do what I do. When I, you know, mean to order things and then I realize that they've been in an open tab on my safari yeah. for for five years. Yeah. Um, do it right now. Pause the show. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join to, right now to join and support us making reading classes. Join. Glasses. No. Join. <laughs> <laughs> So time to test out some book tech advances in bookish technology. This week, we're going over our favorite pieces of book tech that we've reviewed over the last six years. Bria, what is your first one? Okay. I am surprised at this. it's the shower speaker. Oh my God, I am so shocked. Okay, we've tested two shower speakers yes. over our time. And um, this one, the iFox Portable Bluetooth Shower Speaker, I have both used it, broke it, bought another one. Wow. <laughs> the one we were sent, I broke. I don't know how I broke it. It broke one day. Um, we won't you ask charge questions. it through. Uh, uh, it is portable. It sticks to things. I don't know if the sticky part works that well, but um, it works really. It, I can hear it very clearly. The other one we used, I could not hear very clearly. The other one I use in my shower. <laughs> oh, do you? But I can't hear super well, so the sound little, quality doesn't matter. The sound to me. quality, I remember not being as good. This one is great. Um, I think Danielle sent this in. I tried to go look it up. Thank you, Danielle. Um, I use this thing every goddamn day. Every day, I listen to my podcasts in the morning. Wow. Uh, while in the shower, I listen to a news podcast. And then at night, 
I uh, will put on like uh, either an audiobook or or uh, yeah, usually like an audiobook or maybe another podcast, but usually an audiobook. Um, and it's just such a great little shower speaker. I use this all the time. Wow. I, I cannot believe I still I didn't have one before. This, I, just, if, I just would let my my phone like echo throughout the bathroom. Yeah, or like you so put much, it in a little cup. Yeah, this is so much better. It's designed. Know. You can turn it up and down. It's wonderful. I love the shower speaker. What what book tech are you still using? It's got to be my first one's got to be my Kobo. Of course. Yes. Oh, me and my Kobo. It's just like a romantic interlude. It's me and my Kobo running through a field of flowers together. Oh, I can definitely say that without the show, I would have never been convinced to get any reader. Yeah. I was always like a print wow, only person. Wow, me and a bunch of people going like, join yeah. us. Oh, yeah. It, it fucking worked. One I am us. one of you. And <laughs> having one has been such an improvement to my life. Yeah. When I travel, um, for reading, I read all of my library books that are ebooks, and I read all of my advanced review copies for the show on, mm-hmm. on my Kobo. And it's how I do my bed reading. I am one of the books that I'm reading right now. Uh, that you were also reading is a very large book. Yeah. It is a honker among honkers. And I don't want to read it in bed. So I've been, I read, I switch over and I read my Kobo and I fucking love it. Yeah. I just adore it so much. It has made packing so much nicer. Ugh, yes. I mean, for Ugh. that reason alone, I'm people, I look, I love the smell of books. I love an old, I love picking up a book. It's great. But man, once I started using that e reader, I really. It really did change my life. And I, I've seen some people uh, ask in the Slack. They're like, hey, I'm really curious about getting a Kindle or Kobo. Do you think it's going to affect my print reading? I love print books. And, like, I still read a ton of print books. Yeah. I think I'm probably, like, 70, 30, or 60, 40, depending on the month. Which one is print? The bigger one. Always the bigger okay, one. Okay, okay. Um, so I it, it's, it really has not affected too much of my print reading. Um, I still read a ton of it. But, yeah, it's just it's made me read more. Yeah, yeah. What's your next one? Um, I still like the Aftershocks headphones. I, I got Which a pair. you do too. I got a pair of them for myself, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they're good. They were sent by Lynn. They're the ones you wear over, over like, your ears so your ear holes aren't covered. And I use them when I am going on walks uh, alone. And oh, yeah, it makes I me feel it. safe because I can still hear mm-hmm. everything that's going on. But I can listen to my audiobook. I can listen to my music or whatever. Um, obviously, we got them to talk about audiobooks. But uh Sometimes I listen to things that aren't audiobooks. <laughs> uh, and I just think they're really great. They're actually something I never would have looked into before. And um, I know you use them all the time. Yeah, I love it because I, I have really small ear holes. Yeah, that's right. And I have, uh, so if I wear ear earbuds for too long, my ears hurt. And now I just use my aftershocks all the time. Amazing. Especially if I'm in a meeting. You know when you have like back-to-back Zoom meetings and mm. you're just like, you don't, you don't want to be there anymore. It really makes my life a, a little bit more convenient. Yeah, what do you um, have? Oh, the laminator. Uh, <laughs> Wait, do you have a laminator at your house? I kept it. I didn't know where it went. It's in my office. Oh, great. Oh, Are is, you using it? Oh, oh, yes. Completely changed my bookmark game. Oh, God. Sometimes when, like, I'm home alone, <laughs> when I'm like, ooh, I'm home alone. Like, right now, my boyfriend, Jeremy, is, is traveling for a while, and I'm like, ooh, me time. I will whip out the laminator, and I will get about all the... <laughs> The look on John's you're, face right you're now. You're getting all cozy. Like, you're, like, putting on a sexy, silky robe. <laughs> I'm tucking it into bed. And then, yeah, then, like, the noise and the smell of a laminator. <laughs> Melted plastic. <laughs> wow, what a fun time. You're, what are you laminating? Bookmarks. Yeah, I'm not just laminating random crap. I mean, it is fun. Fake <laughs> <Make> ideas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Fake library uh, cards. Mallory's yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Side hustle. Jasmine McElroy. I was going to say, I just did an event recently where uh, some of the McElroys were there, and I was telling Bria, people kept thinking that I was Travis McElroy's wife, Teresa. <laughs> Which is very funny considering she does not have blue hair, glasses, or tattoos. <laughs> Maybe I'll make myself a Teresa McElroy fake ID. Oh, there you go. Uh, for when I want to get into a McElroy family reunion, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, a few, so a few times a year, I take out the laminator. I get, I take out all the bookmarks that I've acquired for that. Because I buy a lot of books. I Whenever I travel, I like to go to bookstores. So I get a lot of bookmarks and I'll go through all of them and pick the ones that I really like. And I will laminate them and... Put them in my little bookmark cup. And honestly, like we talked about on the show a long time ago, it makes them a better bookmark. It makes them waterproof. They got Mm -hmm. more durability. They got more stamina to stay in that book longer. I love it. It really has changed, totally changed my bookmark game. I have some really special bookmarks that I've had since I was a little kid. And now they're all laminated. So I don't have to worry about my dumb cat chomping a hole through them. (laughs) I mean, he'll still try, but now he can't. So Uh, what is your next one? Um, uh, shout out to the Micron pens. Micron, Macron? Micron, yeah. Micron right. pens. Um, I think maybe my mom sent these. I was trying to figure it out. I think you're right. I, I think, think your I mom did, did send did. these. Um, I love them. I just, we just did a Valentine's Day friend exchange for, with my college friends. And, um, I sent someone, uh, both a book that she wanted, like a journaly book and these pens. And I was like, these are the best pens. They're going to love these pens. They are really Which I think pens. she's like, that's such a strange thing to send. But it was... They're such a, uh, they're just really great pens, and I love them, and I use them all the time. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, great pens. Uh, what's your next one? My platonic life partner, Book Buddy. Oh, yeah, of course. For me, it is the perfect book tracking app. I have now been, I have, it's my fourth year of using Book Buddy, and I don't see no end in sight for us. Wow. My, I've also been with my boyfriend for four years, and. Wow. We're just here in a little thruple. Me, Jeremy, and (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. I couldn't love it anymore. It's my perfect book app. It's not connected to any social media. I use it all the time. And I would not have found it if it was for not for the show. Oh, great. Uh, What's your next one? Uh, My last one is uh, we got this mug that someone sent (laughs) us. Um, Oh, I didn't look and see who sent it. But it's called, it says, yes, I really do need all these books. And I drink from it like once a week. And listen, you're going to be like, that's not that big of a thing but you don't know the number of mugs I have I got so Brie many I got mugs, mugs on mugs I have so many <laughs> mugs I'm gonna get you a mug that has a mug that on has it has a mug on it and then it's like a mug inception it just keeps going I have so many mugs and you know I do a lot of zooms and so I always try to like theme my That's bu- really my mug to something cute so it's like horror mug or director mug but the the book one is great and it's a good size mug mm-hmm. it is uh yeah it just it served me really well and i kind of forget sometimes that i got it from reading glasses and yeah. we reviewed it on the show yeah uh so i appreciate whoever sent that one in because i use it all the time yeah that's awesome uh what is your what's your last bit of book tech you want to shout out it's got to be the Libby app. Oh, yeah, of course. I thought about putting this too. This is great. Because we didn't really know much about this when we started. No. What's funny is they originally sponsored the show, and then yeah. we talk about them so much for free that they were like, why were we, yeah. <laughs> we going to bother? But we, this is something that we both wholeheartedly love and believe in. Like, honestly, having ebooks and audiobooks from the library on my phone is a life improvement of gigantic proportions. Yeah, huge. If I only had to have one app on my phone, this would be it. Like yeah, it's great. I literally use it every single day of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wonderful because you can get audiobooks. You can get I put all my audiobooks on there, and it, yeah, it's such a it it's it's wonderful. It's just a great interface, and like yeah, it's great. It's my favorite like party trick, party tip. Like if people are like, oh, you do a book pack podcast. Oh, you read a lot. What like what are your good tips? I'm like, get Libby on your phone. Yeah, right now. Yeah, like get your if you don't have a library card. First off, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. 
second off, get it out and get Libby on your phone. Like, I am, I feel like I am out there doing Libby's work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Libby's street team. <laughs> I am truly the street team for Libby. Um, and I, I would also say, I, I bet this is something that the classrooms have, have also used a lot. Yeah, I think so. Um, so before we head on to the next segment, Priya, what do you think is the funniest book tech that we have ever tested? Oh my God. I was going to say one that you're saying, but then I remembered this, <laughs> which was this weird chair <laughs> that you had to run down the street and fill it and we couldn't do it. For some reason, I couldn't do it. And for some reason, Sean is doing it. I have a video of Sean. Sean is running down a Los Angeles side street yeah. holding this bright green tube uh, open. You, you run it and you fill it up as if it is like a parachute or something. Oh, my God. And then you had to tie it up really fast. Right, Sean? Yeah. It, and then and then it's like this weird hot dog chair where you're the hot dog and it's the bun. <laughs> you know? And that's what it was like. Well, that was the funniest thing is that it's like... That's literally what it says in the directions. You open it up and run as fast as you can. Do you remember this, Sean? Yeah. I'm sure Sean will never be able the to forget. The Weekapo chair? Oh, yeah. Weekapo. Um, we couldn't quite figure out what to do with it, and uh, it sat in my living room for a really long time, and it was quite it would a be funny great thing. If, honestly, it would be an amazing thing to use at the beach, and if I was a person who went to the beach often. I feel like it would get hot. I think that we were talking about maybe camping. Camping like would, would also get, like, be good. Sweaty on that thing because it's kind of like a, the material of like a of a pool float or something. Yeah, but you sh- can't get it wet. I wouldn't think. I don't know because what if it's filled with water? It's only filled with air. What do you think? That's how mermaids do it. Like they hold it open and swim as fast as they can and <laughs> fill it up with water. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way they do the week of chair. Anyway, I have that video. If if I think about it, I'll post it very on funny. our Instagram because it's very funny to see Sean fill that thing up. Uh, what's your What's your funniest book tech we've reviewed? Oh. It's the Ziploc bag. Oh, yeah, Ziploc bag. No question. Oh, and oh, by the way, I bring this, I brought this up at, um, I did Go Fact Yourself. And, oh, I saw uh, this on your Instagram. Yeah, and, um, and uh, uh, it, yeah, there, it's very funny. Uh, Jarrett, who did it with me, who was the other guest, he does uh, Fanti on Max Fun, brought out uh, his phone in a plastic bag as a joke after I talked about it. It was very good comedic timing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, it's so ridiculous and funny, but it's even funnier because it actually works. Yeah, it does work. Like if you were afraid of getting your, you want to like read uh, your Kindle or your Kobo or your, uh, on your phone in the tub, just put it in a fucking Ziploc bag. Like I, I couldn't believe that it actually worked, mm-hmm. but also really funny because mm-hmm. just a picturing Bria with a crinkly crest plastic bag in the tub is very funny to me. Uh, so if you want to write in and tell us your favorite book tech from the past 300 episodes, or you want us to test out something new, you can send it to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Now let's answer a recommendation request from one of our listeners. We have used the following books to answer countless recommendation requests from listeners. So many, in fact, that we have retired them and rarely bring them up anymore. But today we're marching them all out for a parade of the best book recommendations of the show so far. Yeah, these are like the ones we've retired. We've talked about doing this. And at some point, Mallory, I think we should do a whole show just about retired books. Like these are the books we've retired but we still would recommend them because they're ones that are, there's some real golden ones on this list. Yeah. I mean, some, these are, some of these are our favorite books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why don't you want to just switch off? Sure. So first one's got to be, this was the first yeah. book that got retired. Yeah, The it book was. we both love. It's Priest Daddy by Patricia Lockwood. Yeah. So funny. Such a good book. It's just a perfect book. It yeah. is. It's a memoir. It is. It's a memoir about a woman whose father becomes a... Catholic priest, right? Yeah. 
And because he was an Anglican priest and then he like makes a lateral move oh, to I becoming remember. a Catholic priest because he saw the exorcist when he was in the <laughs> Navy on a submarine. And it is just like the funniest fucking book I've ever read in my life. It's so funny. It's amazing. Yes, this was such a good one. Um, the Wayward Children series. Look, look, listen, this is only semi-retired because I keep reading books from this. I've just read like That's the eighth true. one. Shauna McGuire gets to get unretired because she puts out so many of these so books. So many of these books, but I love this and I, I recommend it to people all the time. And I feel like I've been reading it since the beginning of Reading Glasses. It's like grown with me as yeah. Reading Glasses has gone on, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I feel like she has almost as many books in the series as there are episodes of Reading Glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the next one is a uh, friend of the show, and another one of our favorite books is *A Head Full of Ghosts* by oh, Paul such Tremblay. A great book. Oh my god, one of, probably my favorite possession, like exorcism book of all mm-hmm. time. It is, I think, a perfect book. I literally read this book in one sitting. There's not a single sentence or chapter out of place. It is a flawless uh, book, and it is so fucking scary. It mm-hmm. is, oh, it is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is also a friend of the show, *Magic for Liars* by Sarah Gailey. Yeah. Wonderful book. We love all Sarah Gailey, but this one I feel like got recommended so many times because it just checks a lot of boxes. There's a lot of wheelhouses, boarding houses, magic, mystery, or Mm -hmm. no, sorry, boarding schools, Mm -hmm. mysteries, magic. Yeah. Uh, It's just, I mean, again, every Sarah Gailey book is amazing, but this one we recommended so much Mm -hmm. that had to retire. Next one is Anything by Samantha Irby. I think we've just, we've gotten to the point where we just recommend Samantha Irby as an author. Like, yeah. We don't even bother mentioning her books, although any of them are great. But she's uh, a, a funny essayist. And mm-hmm. we just, like, if you are looking to laugh and to feel seen and to feel better about your life, read Samantha Irby. We love her so much. And this is, yeah, this was probably, I think this is the first nonfiction author we had to pump the brakes on. Yeah. Well, pre-study. Oh, pre-study too. Right. Um, Cersei by Madeline Miller. This yes. is one we both love. Did we do this as a book club or something? I think this was the first Reading Glasses book club. Ah, uh, that's why. And, like, this is a book that I feel like a lot of people liked because it was um, a, a retelling-ish kind of thing. Uh, and we just both kept recommending it. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of, I feel like really kind of, like, sparked the whole people wanting to retell, like, God stories. Oh, yeah. From- Madeline Miller completely changed the, the book mm-hmm. scene with this one. Like, I mean, there are definitely lots of retellings that came out before Cersei, but this— one real like she had one she did the song of achilles which did really well but cersei like became yeah like exploded yeah which you know if you love retellings and you've read other uh other retellings after it a lot of them have to have old madeline to thank mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh next one is another one that was early on in the show it's exit west by mosin hamid uh wow fucking love this book it's like literary sci-fi um about uh refugees who end up finding the, all these doors start appearing all over the world and refugees start using them to escape and it's just so beautifully written and it's like not a super long book and it's just like if you love this would be is it, the, the subject matter is very different but the, the tone is similar to like a station 11 emily st john mandel that kind of like literary mm-hmm. sci-fi ish stuff um so good uh the girl with the louding voice is one we oh, both really loved my god and talked about quite a bit i don't i feel like we haven't talked about it we did when maybe came- as much as some of the other ones, but but this one is one. The I first like year both- it came out, and we oh, both we just talked read about it. it we talked about it. A lot. Yeah, maybe okay. Yeah, but this is such a good one. Um, what else? Oh, we write upon sticks by Colin Berry. Oh yeah, man, great one. Fucking love this book. <laughs> I, it's it, 1990s Massachusetts witchy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this all. This book also had a second life when Yellow Jackets came out and got really popular. Oh, this was like the number one read alike. Like if you love Yellow Jackets, read <laughs> rewatch. Read We Ride Upon Sticks because it's that same, like, 
girl sports team in the 90s all together trying to like figure out this weird supernatural thing it's not as dark as yellow jackets but goddamn this book is so good uh, my best friend's exorcism by grady hendrix is one we both really loved uh, and again we read this early i feel like on, early in the podcast and it scared me i remember yeah. i was living at the we other were both house reading it, yeah it was when we just started doing the show we both read it around the same time yeah, and so i scary. texted you when i got to that part i was like oh, i'm so scared such a such a good book so scary uh, next one is uh, another friend of the show, The Hunger by Amakatsu. This is, Amakatsu is basically the queen of historical horror. Uh, I guess her and Sylvia Marino Garcia. But um, this one, which is a sort of retelling of the Donner Party, mm-hmm. but horror. God damn. She, all her books are amazing. And, but this one was like, we, we recommend it so much because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are looking for historical horror. And like, if you love historical horror and you're not reading Amakatsu, I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually, I do. I'll get you a copy of The Hunger. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's Library of the Dead. Yes. Um, uh, Sleeper hit. We loved Edin- it has Edinburgh. It has uh, libraries. It has... Post-apocalyptic? Yeah, it has like ghost shit. I mean, like, so it's all sorts of things that checked a lot of boxes. I feel like we both really loved this one. Uh, also, Here and Now and Then. Oh, Actually, yeah. Honestly, really any Mike Chen book. And I have to give, both of us have to give it a, give a shout out to Mike Chen, who wins the Reading Glasses guest trophy for coming on the show a total of five times. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Although my best friend, Lauren Panapinto, who's also been on the show a couple of times, but has uh, contributed advice to yes, the show sure. so much. Lauren was like, hey, what about me? Yeah. <laughs> and she's right. We MVP, Also an MVP. Yeah. I, w- I would say if we had to pick two MVPs of the show, it would be Mike Chen. Lauren and Brazos, our reading glasses library correspondent. Also, Alex Brown, too, probably. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. Uh, oh, this, yeah. This is- uh, 10,000 Doors of January. I feel like everyone loved this one. It's, it's like fun YA with uh, fantasy stuff that everyone read when it came out. But what a great book. And yeah, we definitely, this is one we recommended a ton. Yeah. Next one is it's another friend of the show. Camp by Elsie Rosen. Yeah. Or Lev Rosen, depending on which books of his you've read. Man, we've recommended this book so much. Like, it's a YA, y, queer YA summer camp book, which hits so many wheelhouses. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's just so much fun. It's so uplifting. I think we both read it. It came out in, like, the summer of 2020 when we all needed some uplifting. Yeah, it came out at a time where I feel like we all wanted it. We needed camp yeah. at that time. Uh, oh, and you, yeah, you need and, to talk and about Dread Nation, which yep. I feel like is one that I recommend a lot because I feel like. Anytime anybody reads it, they're like, I can't believe I got to read that book. It was so wonderful. <laughs> like, yeah. it's it's zombies. It's also like a horror, um, horror YA, histor- historical horror YA. Yeah, just checks a lot of boxes for people. Great book. There are two authors we really need to have on the show. One is Justina Ireland. Yeah. And the other is Shauna McGuire. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Definitely. sometime in the next 300th episode, 300 episodes, we'll do that. Uh, so if you want us to answer your rec- recommendation request and get... Probably not one of these books as your recommendation request because we're we're probably not going to talk about them again too much. Um, Some can come out of retirement. Yeah, when we resurrect them, maybe we can resurrect them. Uh, it was funny. Remember when we uh, we did that uh, uh, event at Storyfest and we were like, wow, almost every, all, all the authors on here <laughs> are, are books that we've like returned by Rachel Harrison. Yeah, uh, Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, those are all ones that we feel like. We don't talk about as much because we recommended them so many times. Yeah, so many. Uh, Well, we're here's to 300 more episodes with more books that we can uh, love so much that we only will allow ourselves to talk about for a little bit. And uh, here's to 300 episodes of hot book tips and tricks and book tech and 
More fajitas. More fajitas, more slide whistles. <laughs> uh, if you want us to solve your reader problem, you want us to give you a recommendation request, send it to Reading Glasses Podcast at gmail.com. Bria, can you believe Max Fun Drive is already happening? Yeah, we've been doing it for four days now. Wow, right now, right now, right now. You you can and you should go to maximumfun.org slash join to join and support Reading Glasses for as little as $5 a month. That is, you pay for your music, you pay for your uh, streaming subscriptions for movies and stuff and TV. You pay for your books. Maybe you should pay for your podcast too. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you're like, I wish Brady Mallory had a Patreon. We do. This is it. <laughs> this is how you support us. Yes. If you like supporting your artist friends, you want to support your pals, Brady Mallory. This is the way to do it, and this mm-hmm. is the time to do it because Mallory, what do they get if they give during this time? Well, just five dollars gets you access to the Slack channel. You just got to email us proof of your membership. You got it. You get. You get. Invites to our Zoom parties, you get our anticipated books episodes, you get all of our bonus episodes, and you get a personalized book recommendation and maybe a gift rec for someone in your life that needs a book recommendation. Also, really importantly, it helps us pay our bills and keep putting out the show every week, which takes us, it's like 30 to 40 40 hours a week of doing reading classes. We put so much work into the show. And this is the time, this is the best time of year for you to help support us and help us do that. The drive only lasts for two weeks. It's already been a half a week. So there's really only a week and a half left. You know, get it, get, get on it right now. No, there's only a one week left. Oh my God. It ends one week from tomorrow. Wow. It's not very much. Folks. Time. You better just do it now. Do it now while you're thinking about it. Yeah. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join to join and support reading classes. Classes. <laughs>